Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Thank you to all our loyal listeners. I hope you're getting value from the show each and every day. In celebration of a quarter million downloads, we're doing a giveaway of Robert Kiyosaki's brand new book called Fake. It came out on Monday of this week, and if you'd like to win a copy, send an email to contest at vectorjm.com. That's contest at vectorjm.com. Put the number 250,000 in the subject line. We'll be holding the draw on Saturday, April the 20th. On today's show, we're talking about how to make sense of confusing market trends. These days, there's no shortage of contradictory data. I'm continually reminded that real estate is hyperlocal. The news media reports the averages, the macro trends across a state, a nation, a continent, and even globally. Somehow, the news media is attempting to connect the dots and warn you that slower growth in manufacturing in China will somehow translate into a loss of jobs in your hometown, or that a higher price of oil will mean fewer home sales in your neighborhood. Some local real estate markets are bucking the national trends. It's completely possible to have cities that are at different stages in the economic cycle. In Silicon Valley, we've seen inventory of homes on the market increase 132% in a very short time period. We're talking like a month. The main factor is that the number of buyers entering the market in Silicon Valley seems to have vanished. There just aren't as many buyers. We've seen the same in Dallas, Seattle, Portland. We're seeing dramatically higher inventory and homes taking a lot longer to sell. Prices have leveled off and are either flat or slightly down in many major U.S. cities. In my home city of Ottawa, Canada, we're seeing quite the opposite. Inventories have dropped to the lowest level I can remember. We have just over two months of inventory on the market for both single-family homes and condos. I can remember just two years ago when we had 10 months of inventory in the condo market. In some areas of the city, the inventory is even lower. The number of days on market has fallen by 24% for single-family homes and by 48% for condos. Prices increased 7.7% year-over-year, and inventories down 25%. When I talk with friends who are brokers, they speak about how difficult it is for a buyer agent to close a deal under half a million dollars. There's always multiple offers, and many homes are selling above asking price. Some buyer agents are getting burnt out in the process. Some agents are worried about the traditional increase in market volume in the spring. There just aren't enough homes on the market. When you consider the traditional increase in sales in the spring, we can expect an even more acute shortage. So when a market diverges from the norm, there can be two explanations. Number one, the market is truly a market unto itself and is not influenced that much by outside forces. Or number two, the market is following the macro trend, but is merely delayed. Some secondary markets attract investment when the primary markets get overheated. We often see a lag between a hot submarket and the neighboring submarket. Buyers might say, well, I can't afford to live here. Why don't I look another five minutes down the road? Or if I can't afford to live in New York, why don't I look at New Jersey or Philadelphia? If I can't afford to live in Palo Alto, why don't I look at Fremont? Some cities like Ottawa and Washington, D.C. as capital cities tend to live in an economic bubble. So much of the local economy is dominated by government spending that they're somewhat insulated from broader market forces. In the last downturn, in the wake of 2008 financial crisis, real estate prices in Washington, D.C. fell only 19% from the top of the market in 2007 to the bottom of the market in July of 2010, before rebounding by 14% in 2015 and 
in only a few months later that year. By comparison, prices in Phoenix, Arizona fell 67% in the last downturn and took almost a decade to rebound to prior levels. So please, folks, stop listening to the macro housing data and using that to infer meaning to your real estate decisions. Real estate is hyper-local. Price changes are highly linked to mobility of people. If people don't move very much, prices don't change very much. If people move in or out easily, you can expect prices to move a lot more quickly. As you're thinking about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.